Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you ready? Because it's time. The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour is on the air. Featuring the jack of all trades and master of none, Joel. Does anyone else smell fried chicken? Couldn't have picked a shorter podcast name. That's like a mouthful right there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sunshine Heavy Pants Hour, episode 197. I am your host, Joel. And if you are not familiar with the show, this is my six-song musical mixtape uh, with music and musings in between. Uh, if you'd like to find me, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just look up the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. That's K-P-A-N-T-S. And uh, my name has changed now, so you can no longer find me under Joel Happy Pants, but you can still find the show. So feel free to look me up through there. Uh, you can also send me an email through joelhappypants at gmail.com or on Twitter at joelhappypants. Uh, the show is available weekly through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, uh, Podcast, or Pod Directory, excuse me, Google Podcasts, and podcastcollective.com. I also do two other shows a week. Uh, the first one is called 40 Going on 14 with my uh, college roommates and friends of over 20 years uh, mike pat and josh 
It is uh, available through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, as well as on Google Podcasts and PodcastCollective.com. You can also find us on our home away from home at 40go14.com. Uh, send us an email at 40go14 at gmail.com or a voicemail at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. Or on Twitter at 40go14. Uh, you can also check out my other show with uh, Kayla Wilbach, my brother from another mother over there in Australia, called The Coffin Joe Cast. Uh, that is available through iTunes, TalkShoe, Stitcher, um, excuse me, Google Podcasts, and PodcastDirectory.com. Uh, if you would like to be a co-host on that show, we are always looking for a new third co-host. Every week we uh, rotate it out to keep it fresh. Uh, you can send us an email at coffinjoecast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, just look up the Coffin Joe Cast, or uh, send us a voicemail at 661-434-5956 at 661-434-KWJO. And uh, three episodes dropped in 24 hours' time. So if you are looking for a serious Coffin Joe fix, there's about almost four hours of uh, talk available now. So go check it out. Also, uh, if you are looking to for something horror-related, uh, check out the CreeperCast. Uh, you can find that at uh, creepercast01.blogspot.com or on Facebook. Just look up the CreeperCast. I am part of the writing staff there, so uh, there's movie reviews, uh, music, uh, books. There's all kinds of stuff. Top 10 list. My uh, top 10 final girl list is just now ending this week. So if you want to find out who I put in the top spot, you can go check that out. Uh, all the music tonight is provided to us by the artist directly. If you like what you hear, please go pick it up from the artist. I know they are available for sure through SoundCloud, uh, but they have some other places you can pick it up as well. And we'll get more into that in a minute because it is a featured artist show. You can also find out when the show is available through uh, my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com. Uh, just head over there and you will find out as soon as the show is available. And you can listen to it live through the uh, streaming audio player there for Stitcher or TalkShoe. Uh, if you'd like to check out my defunct comic strip, Gregory the Really Angry Robot, you can just head over to Facebook, look up Gregory the Really Angry Robot, and you will find it there. And you'll have to forgive me, my voice seems to want to go out of me at this moment, so I uh, luckily have some water here, and uh, we'll be able to clear it a little more thoroughly during the first song, but or second song, I should say. But uh, this week's featured artist is Level Up, which uh, we've played on the show before, and I will get more into them here after the, uh, the next song. But uh, a recent favorite of mine that... Um, was on repeat over and over for a couple of weeks straight. I want to say three before I um, kind of started rotating it back out to not get tired of it. But uh, the first song we heard is the only one from their uh, last album. Uh, the song is called Angel from Space. Uh, it's from the album Hoodwinked. And uh, the next song I'm going to play is uh, uh, just one of the many, many great tracks off of their new album, Return to Love, which just came out uh, here this year. And uh, if you've not heard it yet, it is amazing. So definitely go pick it up. If you like what you hear on the show, then, uh, you know, there's only 10 songs on the album. And we're playing five of them tonight. And you've heard the uh, a sixth one on another show. So if you are a fan, then you're going to like everything, including the original album. But uh, the next one I'm going to hear is called Blur. And uh, when we get back, we'll talk about the band. So we'll be back in just a few. <laughs>
That was Blur by Level Up, and um, it's a little different this week because I am recording down in the basement where I normally do all my other podcasting. I currently have my kids uh, right now because Juliana is sick, and uh, it's a holiday weekend, so I just ended up that I uh, had them for the evening, so that uh, means that they can keep an eye on the dogs for a little bit while I can come down here and uh, record in the studio and not have to move all my gear around, which is nice. But um, anyway, Level Up is an American lo-fi band from Purchase, New York, which uh, this information is coming to us directly from the most reliable source of information on the web, Wikipedia. We know that's not true, but um, it's always a good place to find interesting and fun information about uh, bands specifically. And it's all, you know, um, put in by readers and or it's all contributors from the web that are putting all the information in. And with bands specifically, they tend to stay pretty uh, close to home. And I'm not always sure that it's not the bands themselves that are putting in the stuff out there. But um, anyway, they have been active since 2011. Most recently, they uh, were signed to Sub Pop Records. And that's kind of how I came across them was um, through an advertisement actually on Facebook. I saw an ad for Return to Love by Level Up. And I immediately was like, huh, who is that band? And I saw they were on Sub Pop, and I was like, interesting, I gotta check this out. So I uh, went uh, to their SoundCloud, Sound, not SoundCloud, I said SoundCloud earlier, I meant Bandcamp, sorry. I went to their Bandcamp page one time at Bandcamp and checked them out. But you can go and uh, purchase their songs there as well as kind of preview the, some of the other tracks. It's at levelup.bandcamp.com, which is lvlup.bandcamp.com. And as I'm looking at their page here, I see they have some associated acts which um, I did not notice before, but I am going to later tonight immediately check out every single other band listed here because if they're anything like these guys, I am probably going to fall in love. Um, I just got to say. But anyway, uh, they formed in 2011 at SUNY Purchase, which I'm assuming is Southern University of New York, maybe. Um, as a um, recording project between Caridi, C-A-R-I-D-I, Benton, and their uh, friend Ben Smith, with the original intention of releasing a split cassette with Corbo's then-solo material, which incidentally, these names don't mean anything to you right now, but um, (laughs) the members of the band are Mike Karate, Dave Benton, Nick Corbo, and Greg Rutkin. Uh, Ben Smith is a past member of the band, but... um, they instead released their first full-length album, Space Brothers, via Evil Weevil Records as one band, and Rutkin joined shortly afterwards for the first uh, show that they put on. Uh, Smith left for personal reasons just before the release of the second album, Hoodwinked, a joint release on uh, Carity and Benton's label Double, Wha- Double Double Whammy, wow, that's hard to say, and Exploding in Sound, which, um, just to kind of put some, some, I guess, perspective on who's who, Mike Karate is the... Uh, uh, guitar and vocals. Dave Benton is the other guitarist and vocalist. You've got Nick Corbo as bass and vocals, and then Greg Rutkin on drums. Now, um, I've only got Hoodwinked and Return to Love, but Space Brothers came out in 2011, and Hoodwinked was 2014, and Return to Love, like I said, is this year, 2016. Uh, They have a couple of EPs, Extra Worlds, from 2013, and three songs from 2015, which I would love to pick up, and then a couple of splits, uh, Seven Inches, which... Uh, vinyl is a little harder to come by, uh, but I'm sure if you're in New York, uh, anywhere near purchase, I would guess that you can probably find this stuff a bit more readily than here in uh, just outside of Chicago. But, you know, seeing as we're the, uh, I guess, the third largest city in the United States next to uh, California and New York, or, well, 
you get what I'm saying, then I guess we might be able to track it down. But anyway, the band, I think what kind of sparked my interest and made me want to listen to them obsessively for several weeks is that um, being a fan of, of the big 90s guitar sound, I am always on the lookout for bands that kind of are fitting into that Smashing Pumpkins hum kind of vibe. And even though these guys aren't anything like Smashing Pumpkins, they definitely have a hum slash dinosaur junior kind of thing going on. And if you're not familiar with either one of those bands, well, hum, you should be because I did a whole show on them. But um, they're very kind of lo-fi, at least dinosaur junior is very lo-fi, kind of uh, more bassier or lower baritone 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 singing which um kind of lends itself well to the specific format which matt talbot from hum originally on the earlier stuff before uh, you'd prefer an astronaut and uh, downward as heavenward came out had a very much more it sounded a lot more like these guys did in terms of uh, the vocal styling it's not quite talking but it's it's uh, not exactly like uh you know high quality mariah carey singing which don't get me wrong mariah carey is not my opinion a high quality singer but she is uh she's not without talent so anyway it, it blends well with the style of music and i think what i really love about this is it's got that big kind of fuzzy wall of guitar sound with a nice kind of uh thick bass and the drums are very prevalent and you just every song that comes on you feel every aspect of it coming through and even though it's considered kind of lo-fi or indie rock it um it doesn't feel that way I never get the impression that it's, you know, something that's being done on a budget or that they're producing themselves, which I don't know if they are. I mean, once they hit Sub Pop, I'm sure Sub Pop is footing the bill for some of that. But um, they get some amazing sounds from it. And not since, like I said, Hum, if I really kind of heard that kind of sound coming from a band. And every song, even though it's not exactly like Hum, definitely has that that overtone and just hit me in that that as i always say sweet spot in a big way and i've been dying to kind of share them with you guys but last week things happened that kind of uh you know pushed that back and then it's been every other week as it is so pretty much it's kind of become the standard anyway so i don't always feel bad if i miss a week but this week i could not miss again uh especially with it being a four-day holiday weekend there was no excuse why i couldn't record and then um <laughs> when juliana got sick i'm like oh i might not have time to record but uh, i made it work i got a whole ton of stuff done today so i would make sure i had a little bit of time to do this for you so anyway that is pretty much all i have on level up they're relatively new bands there's not a lot out there and since they are kind of independent um you know that kind of keeps things on on the minimal but anyway let's go ahead and jump into the next song because that's the reason we're here is to to kind of hear what they have to offer this next song took me a while to really understand what it was about because i wasn't listening to the lyrics so much as the music but once i started listening to the the what uh, they were saying it uh, kind of took on a whole different connotation. So the song is called Pain. It's by Level Up. It's from Return to Love, which all the other tracks on this uh, rest of the show are all from Return to Love. But uh, when we come back, we got more to talk about. So here we go. Singing softly next to me
All right, and we are back. That was Pain by Level Up from Return to Love. And the next thing I wanted to talk about is, well, I kind of have, I already touched on this on uh, 40 Going On 14 and the Coffin Joe cast this week, but I know not all the listeners kind of co-mingle with the different shows that I do. So um, I just kind of wanted to give you guys a bit of an update on Tucker. Uh, I know he's kind of become a pretty popular topic for me these days, but for the past uh, three weeks, almost a month now, it has been an ongoing just drama trying to get him back to a good spot again, which who would have known when I took him in to get his um, uh, nails clipped that, you know, it would turn into this whole thing because I I knew the time when I took him in that, uh, you know, he, he was kind of falling behind and he was a little bit kind of lethargic, but, uh, you know, he's a basset and he's, bigger guy and he's five and he's just just the way he is in a lot of ways but i didn't notice the fact that he had the um the tumor on his foot until they pointed it out while they were doing his nails so you know i kind of kept an eye on it and just i couldn't let it go any longer and and so i took him in to visit the vet to just have it looked at kind of get a feel for it see what they thought and then of course that turned into this whole um treatment plan with non-surgical means and then surgery and then another surgery and then now he's uh, got at least uh, two months I think they said with his little um, bandage cast thing on but um, I took him in on Saturday for a follow-up with the vet Um, I'm sorry Friday with the follow-up with the vet I'm I'm off because I I had Friday off so I was able to go in on Friday instead of Saturday and kind of anxiously waited in the uh, the waiting room for him to come back out from getting his bandage changed and the vet came out and had her fingers crossed and she's like, you know what? I think we've actually started to see some improvement. He looks like he's healing well. And she's like, I don't want to jinx it. But at this point, I mean, it looks like things are finally starting to, you know, head back into the the good again. And so she said, I, I want you to come back on Monday to follow up with them, which is not easy for me to do on a Monday because I work all day. And then as soon as I get off work, I got to run home, get him and run back. And it's, you know, it's 20, 25 minutes to go home and then 20 minutes to get back and plus getting him and Lucy and having them fed and getting her back in um, because she always wants to go with us and it's easier to just not have her there. So um, I tend to not take her with me on just these follow-up appointments, but so it's, it's tough. But at this point, if we're getting to that point where things are finally starting to look like they're getting better, I don't want to have him backslide. And as I'm going to very much insist that they keep the bandage on until things are, uh, you know, all but to the point where they they need to heal in the open air um, because it's just with the way he goes out the door even though there's basically like a step and a half to the backyard and he doesn't really I don't allow him up on the couch right now because of his foot I don't you know have any other stairs I always pick him up to get in the car and um, it's just that one step though he comes down because it's his left paw he kind of leads with that as he's going out and he puts all of his 62 pounds behind him when he takes that step and so it's all this weight and pressure coming down on a paw that flattens it out and was causing it to split so the the bandage luckily has kept that kind of in check but um it's difficult because we're getting into that time of year where there's a lot of uh, frost on the ground in the morning so the the grass tends to be uh, wet some days and we've had some rain so it's one of those things where then i have to make sure the bandage is covered because it's biodegradable so it would kind of start to rot if uh, it got wet and and, and he's been getting me up at about 4 a.m on and off since uh this last round of the surgery and so the first night after that, he got me up at about four and I went out to go let him out. I didn't notice that it had been, you know, lightly raining outside. 
And so as soon as he was out there, I realized, and I was like, oh, crap, I didn't put anything on his foot. So then he came back in with a slightly wet bandage. So I made sure that, you know, nothing was covering it so it could dry. And then when I let him out uh, later, I put some saran wrap on his on his paw and, and taped it up so that it was tight. Worked perfectly. It was like a little boot, no problem. Then when I got home from work, I tried the same thing again because I didn't want to leave it on all day. So it's, I wanted his bandage to dry. Um, as soon as he got outside, it immediately ripped and came off. And so he was walking in the wet grass, fully wet grass at this point. It had been raining all day. Um, and so I was like, oh, crap. So luckily, I just took him back a couple days later. So I figured it it wouldn't hurt that much to have it wet for that long. And that's um, when they said that things had started to progress. So I I just... It's one of those things that I, I apologize if it's if it's me kind of going back to the same thing over and over again. But you know he's my buddy. He's uh, he's with me constantly when I'm at home, and and uh, he's very much a part of my life. As is Lucy, although Lucy's a bit more aloof and a lot more insane. But um, so it's one of those things where anytime you have a, a sick kid, a sick animal, a sick parent, a sick uh, close friend, it's always hard because all you can do is kind of focus on them and, and hoping that they get better and doing what you can to kind of help. And with a dog, it's a little harder. And he's been a trooper. I mean, he hasn't whined. He has, uh, he's had some issues with some shaking, I think, due to pain. And he's had some issues with kind of stepping and his tail was between his legs a lot. And he just was obviously not happy. He wasn't eating very well, which for him, I mean, he even lost weight, which for him is, is unusual because he likes to eat. That's his weakness. But, um, you know, now as of Saturday, once I got him home, he had a spring in his step. He was wagging his tail. He's had it wagging a lot these days, which uh, is, a, is a really good sign because he's kind of getting back to himself. Even before that, he'd kind of lost some of that 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 zest. And now he seems to have gotten it all back. And um, I'm just hoping that that continues to be the trend until we finally get him out of the bandage and he's all healed up and he can go back to being, uh, you know, the same silly boy that he is so anyway thank you for all the support i appreciate it and i will update you again as i know more uh which monday i'll know something then and then uh hopefully within the next month or so month and a half we'll be done with this so uh, let's go ahead and jump into the next song it's called spirit was it's by level up from return to love and when we come back we got one more thing to talk about so here we go <laughs>
Spirit Was by Level Up from Return to Love. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was Thanksgiving. Uh, yes, the uh, time of year when everybody binges and, uh, and spends time with their family, whether they like it or not, <laughs> and eats uh, a lot of different kinds of foods, but all seeming to be the same for everybody across the board. So even though there's variations on each type of food, there is always a consistent, uh, you know, everybody's got to have turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and gravy and bread and yada yada all those things so uh this year i went to um the in-laws the my brother-in-law paul and his wife tiffany went there um well my in-laws for the moment and uh had a very nice dinner it was about 20 people there it was a full house and they you know went all out with uh you know making a turkey and all kinds of bread and it's interesting because stuffing is my my thing. That's like even though I could have it any time during the year that I wanted, there's some there's something special about when it's cooked on Thanksgiving. And I don't know whether I just kind of leave it that way because I want to kind of savor it in that moment, but um, it always has a different thing uh, connotation to it than if I just go and I make some at home and I eat it. You know, I mean that's fine and it, it tastes the same basically, but it just doesn't feel the same. And so this year I was a little disappointed just because the, um, the stuffing that was provided, the main stuffing was a family recipe of, um, my sister-in-law Tiffany's, her, her sister's family, and it was made with potatoes. So I don't know if any of you have ever heard of this, but uh, imagine taking all of the stuffing you have in a bowl, uh, taking about a quarter of it out and putting it in a bowl with uh, a bunch of cubed potato slices and then baking it that way instead of baking all of you know all the bread and everything just doing it with majority of it three quarters of a potato and the other quarter of it uh, regular stuffing it is a very very starchy very very thick and it just doesn't have the right consistency or flavor it's basically like potatoes with a light bit of seasoning in it which uh was a little bit disappointing no offense to them i mean i know it's their family thing and and uh you know i wasn't hosting it wasn't my house so i'm not going to argue plus it was uh free food and it was stuffing but um luckily there was uh, some other stuffing that was brought that uh unfortunately had giblets and gizzards in it which is the way my grandma used to make it and that's how i you know kind of grew up loving it but i just internal organ meat just is not my thing i'm sorry i don't I, i'll eat 
anything and try everything twice, but I've had enough organ meat in my lifetime, thanks to stuffing, that um, I don't need any more. It just grosses me out. Something about the consistency and the thought of what it is and the flavor just, I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to say that because that is, like I said, how I grew up. But I remember specifically when I was a kid that uh, my mom used to kind of get on my case because I'd pick out all the, the those pieces. And then, of course, she'd want to eat them because she likes that part. She specifically goes to a, a, a local chicken joint in Kansas City called Go Chicken Go and orders just the gizzards, um, gizzards and liver. Uh, they have a little box of them that are deep fried and, and they're, you know, they're basically it's just like fried chicken, but it's fried chicken, livers and gizzards. And she would buy a box of those and bring them home. And I remember I used to, she used to get mad at me because I'd eat all the, the breading off of them and just leave the gizzards in the box. But um Anyway, so yeah, that, I mean, that's that's the way I grew up. And um, so I had to kind of suffer through that a little bit. So it's and that and when you don't host it yourself, or if you don't make your own Thanksgiving, it's kind of sad because the next day there's no leftovers. There's no, you know, you can't make your own uh, moist maker if you're Ross. Uh, there's no leftover turkey to, you know, throw some potatoes and gravy in the microwave and have a nice little, you know, afternoon lunch snack, whatever it is with it which is probably good for my waistline. But um, luckily, she had uh, Tiffany had purchased a rather large apple pie, and I was able to get a couple slices to go, which is nice. So I did get to have some apple pie, and uh, that made me happy. But, um, you know, it was, it was nice. There was um, a lot of really great food there. Everybody seemed to be in good spirits. Um, uh, somebody brought venison, which I have not had venison since my uncle was alive, and we used to go visit him in Nebraska. He used to go out uh, deer hunting, and he would make his own venison. And so we used to have uh, sausage, summer like summer sausage style, and then uh, like different types of uh, I want to say steaks or burgers, like that kind of stuff. And um, I always I always kind of liked it, but this was really really good. Um, and so I got to have some of that, which uh, is is always tasty. And then the one thing that was kind of the, the the negative part of the whole event, I guess, if any, if there was any, is um, there was a like a um, like a what do you call it tinfoil serving tray for a turkey. You know, you have those big serving trays that they have that you can you know one use only kind of thing. And uh, it was being passed around, and there was a little note inside, and the note said. Um, you know, please put your phone in here. It's a family gathering. We want to, you know, connect with each other, not with the rest of the world. I don't know how they said it, but I didn't read the whole thing, but, uh, they were like, you know, can you put your phone in here? I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, uh, well, why not? And I'm like, uh, cause I'm an adult and I can not look at it for a couple hours if that's what the goal is. And, uh, they're like, okay. So, you know, everybody else put the phone in there and I was the troublemaker, but I, I, of course, when I was out there and at the dinner table or when we were all conversing, my phone stayed in my pocket. Of course, I snuck away every once in a while to go check it either in the restroom or wherever I wouldn't be seen. But, um, you know, it was never a distraction. It was never like it was a problem. It just it, it for whatever reason bothered me that somebody would want to take something of my personal possession and put it into a big turkey tray and, and stick it in the other room. I don't know why that bothered me, but it just I felt kind of offended. Like, am I not an adult that I can't control myself enough to not look at my phone? And I overheard somebody else say, you know, I, I, can't, I know I can't. I, 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 I'm obsessed. I forget the word choice, but I'm like, really? really people come on we're grown-ups here so um but all in all very nice thanksgiving i next year i think i'm gonna have to 
uh, make my own Thanksgiving here at home for me and the kids, you know, make a turkey and whatever. And uh, that way I've got all the leftovers I want. And maybe for one year I'll finally get the wings because that's my favorite part. But uh, it seems like whenever I sell, tell people that and I request them, they always end up either going into the stew pot or uh, getting separated and put onto the tray, you know, with uh, just the meat and the bones get tossed. And it's frustrating because that's the best part of the whole bird, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I've got a turkey in the freezer and I suppose I could thaw it out and cook it. But I got so much food in there right now as it is that uh, uh, through work, I got a free ham. Thank you, Krista, for donating that to me since you didn't want it. Um, so I'm hoping to use that soon. But ham is my arch nemesis when it's like fresh spiral cut honey ham or brown sugar ham and uh, like cheesy potatoes with rolls. I mean, that will make me put on about 20 pounds lickety split. So I got to be careful with that, but I have it in there and it'll be used at some point soon before the 20th of December when it supposedly will, will go bad. So anyway, uh, that was Thanksgiving. It seems like I had more to say about it, but, uh, I think I'm just kind of, uh, you know, getting back into form. So let's go and jump into the next song, uh, before we get to the uh, closing of the show. This song is called the closing door by level up from return to love. This is one of my favorite tracks on the new album. And, uh, when we come back, like I said, we'll close out the show. So. Here we go. I can't see the floor until you've opened the door.
was The Closing Door by Level Up, and this has been episode 197 of the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. If you would like to find me, you can find uh, me on uh, Facebook, just like the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. That's K-P-A-N-T-S. You can also send me an email at joelhappypants at gmail.com or on find me on Twitter at joelhappypants. Uh, this show is available weekly through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Pod Directory, Google Podcasts, and podcastcollective.com. Uh, also check out 40 Going on 14, available through 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, as well as on uh, podcastcollective.com. Find us on Facebook, uh, find us on Twitter at 40go14, send us an email at 40go14 at gmail.com, or a voicemail at 708-NOW-RAP, that's 708-669-9727. Uh, you can also check out the Coffin Joe cast at... Uh, iTunes, TalkShoe, Stitcher, uh, PodcastCollective.com, and Google Podcasts. If you'd like to be a third co-host on that show, we're always looking for more people. So shoot us an email at CoffinJoeCast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, uh, just like The Coffin Joe Cast. Um, what else? Uh, send us a voicemail at 661-434-5956-661-434-KWJO. Uh, check out the CreeperCast at CreeperCast01.blogspot.com. Uh, if you want to see read any horror reviews uh, there's just all kinds of stuff there horror related so go check it out and my final girls last installment is uh, should be available by the time this show goes live uh, also if you like the music you heard please support the artist directly by purchasing it from them at levelup.bandcamp.com and if you want uh, physical copies they may have it available through your local independent record store speaking of which if you're in Oak Park, Illinois, Illinois, on Harrison Avenue. Stop by Val's Hella Records. Tell her Joel sent you, and uh, she might be able to order it for you. I think it's available on CD on vinyl. But anyway, uh, what else? What else? Oh, my blog at a momentary lapse with Joel.blogspot.com. That is the first place that is updated when this show is available. So go check that out. Uh, Gregory the Really Angry Robot, my defunct comic strip. You can find that on Facebook.com. Just look up Gregory the Really Angry Robot. And the last song uh, we're going to hear after the outro is the song. It's called I. That's the letter I. As an I am, I will be, I am done. Um, by Level Up from Return to Love. And I guess that just about does it. So um, as we uh, close out the show, I guess I'll just leave you with the thought that um, it is a time to year, time of year to remember what you are thankful for. So uh, take a moment, count your blessings, and... Uh, Let's make the next year even better. Love you guys. See you next week, kids. A waiter, uh, will you serve the nuts? I mean, will you serve the guests the nuts?
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.